welcome to Inspiring Quesco, a series of conversations with members of our Quesco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little bit about what makes them and our Quesco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Quesco CEO, and I'm so happy to be joined today by Patsy Montoya. Patsy is relatively new to Quesco and serves as a human resources consultant based out of our Colorado offices. Patsy, welcome to the conversation. Thank you so much, Jason. I'm so pleased to be here. Well, it's absolutely my pleasure. Now, Patsy, you, you've joined us relatively recently, and you have a really rich history that I'd like to get into uh, a little bit later. But I thought you could start us out by just sharing, you know, what's your role at Quesco, and what does that mean, uh, the, the job that you do as a human resources consultant? Absolutely. As you mentioned, I, I'm an HR consultant here at Quesco. And basically what that entails is me gaining trust from several employers all at once, um, advising and recommending um, at a higher level. I always like to try to look at that at a 20-foot level for them. Um, my brain immediately sways to finding the balance between liability and risk for the business and then motivating and engaging the employee and how I, as a professional, can drive both of those concepts just so that their business um, and the outcome is positive. Now, you're really serving as an advisor along a number of fronts there. And I like the way you said that, you know, uh, managing liability and risk to the organization. Um, any handy examples come to mind of, of sort of the, the, the situations our clients may find themselves in and the types of specific questions they're asking you as they're trying to find their way? Absolutely. Um, most recently, I was dealing with an employer that was having a rash of um, harassment issues, hostile work environment claims, and they just didn't understand how to decipher between if it's a true factual you know, claim, um, how to help employees understand what's considered harassment, what's considered hostile work environment, uh, giving them some tools in their toolbox to try to help them decipher that and then also helping them to understand how to handle gossip, right, versus an actual harassment claim. But I've had to deal with a lot of those lately. And to be quite honest, over the last week, I've had about four to five claims that I've had to walk the employer through just to basically give them an understanding of how to handle these claims with due diligence, right, because you don't want to be at risk of being sued and you don't want to be at risk of being sued criminally or civilly as a manager. So those were the 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 big ones that I've dealt with over the last couple of weeks. There's uh, these compliance related issues, especially when it's around potential lawsuits or, or workplace gossip that gets to another level yes. and, and becomes a problem. These are not just practical issues. These are, these are emotional issues as well. And you're the front line of, of really um, handling some of the sentiment as well. So I, I was curious as to how much you're called on as, as, a, as a listener and as a professional outside of the practical advice you're giving. That is um, a whole different topic. <laughs> yes, they, I, you know, employees will reach out to me all the time um, and there is potential for them just to use me as a sounding board. And then I would have to decipher whether or not um, it's going to create liability if I just allow them just to vent, right? Um, so there's a lot of that that's been happening a lot lately as well, where employees just need to vent and there's truly not a claim there. They're just frustrated with the situation. 
And yes, it can be extremely emotional. So I have several of those. So being a pressure release valve, independent of the advice you give, is just a pretty important uh, aspect of how you're spending your time. Absolutely. Now you bring to this role just a, an absolute wealth of experience. We, we, we were uh, very, very lucky to, uh, to recruit you into our organization. And uh, just this perspective you give probably gives you a lot of both uh, credibility and perspective when you're dealing with a lot of these day-to-day issues on behalf of our small business clients. But sort of hoping you could walk us through where you've been before you ever got here. Sure. Um, Let's see. So I actually started out, you know, in the computer science realm. I was going to college to become a computer science engineer um, about 18 years ago, 18, 20 years ago. And um, at that point, I just needed a part-time job um, and then decided I was working at the Broadmoor Hotel and I was able to experience the legality piece of human resources. Um, I was underneath the wing of the director of human resources. I was her executive admin to start. Um, I was working there part-time as I was going to college. And uh, I just got to see the view um, from her from her perspective in regards to the legal piece that comes in, because you really don't truly understand the legality piece of human resources until you've been submerged into it. And so that was my first um, interaction or my first take or view uh, on human resources. And I was hooked at that point. And I ended up changing my degree um, within a year to human resources. Um, I was in my junior year of computer science. I'll never forget that. I was almost done with college <laughs> and went ahead and decided to change my, my major to, to HR. And so went that route. And then uh, I stayed with them for about uh, seven or eight years and moved around through their recruitment, uh, became an employment manager, um, HR generalist, and so on and so forth. And then I moved on to the manufacturing industry and did more of a blue-collar human resources role and worked for um, manufacturing or in the manufacturing realm for about seven years and then went into the technical um, industry where I worked for Microsoft for three years in their HR department where I had a team of four or five employees and then worked with the global um, human resources C-suites and then also worked with uh, about 600 to 1,000 employees and just helping to partner with our director of operations and our country site managers and our global site managers to drive human resources uh, to the core. So um, that was my last stop was with human resources in uh, with the Microsoft uh, realm. Just experiences broad and deep. And I'm curious, first of all, for those in our audience that may be less familiar, the Broadmoor Hotel is really one of the premier uh, resort destinations in the United States, located outside of Colorado Springs. Uh, Rich history uh, in the shadow of Pikes Peak and uh, a place that for generations has been a, a destination, sort of a highlight destination that's known for impeccable guest service. And, and one of the things I was curious as to your perspective on is you know, that, that environment is ultimately all about uh, managing guest expectations and making sure that guests are delighted in a way that we might also consider our own clients and really their worksite employees as well to be a similar kind of an audience. And I'm wondering if the skills that you kind of honed in those early days of your career come back each day as you're thinking about, well, how, how do we make sure we're taking care of the guests, the employees that make up our clients? Mm-hmm. Yes, most definitely, Jason. I had that um, embedded in me and you made me remember um, there was always the 
in the back of my mind every time I would be asked a question. I never, um, ever answered, I don't know. I've never answered a question like that since I've, you know, had the experience from working at the Broadmoor. It's always, you know, um, let me find out. Right. And that holds true also, too, in my my career and, and, you know, going forward from the Broadmoor is I would never, ever, ever say, I don't know. I would always use the terminology, let me find out. Um, and I would do that with um, C-suite employees if they asked me to do something for them or research something for them. And I didn't have an idea. I would let them know, like, let me find out what's going on with this topic. And then I'll share with you at a later time. When do you need this information? Um, I've never used the term. That's not my job. That's another thing that was embedded at me um, inside of me or to my core at the Broadmoor was you never say it's not your job. Everything is your job, right? You just have to figure out how to do it or where to delegate it to. Um, so little things like that I took from the Broadmoor. There was another thing, too, that, you know, the director of HR used to always say, um, we're all going to make mistakes. It's a matter of do we make um, do we take that mistake and we learn from it or do we make excuses and not learn from it? And that's another thing that I learned when I worked there is you never make excuses. You just accept, hold yourself accountable, move on from the mistake and just make sure it doesn't happen again. So those were the three main things that I took from my Broadmoor experience to make sure that there is a customer service level in every aspect of my career that it's just impeccable. And it's, right? it's really an amazing testament to the uh, the combination of professionalism, professionalism, competence, and empathy that you can bring to our clients and that you do bring to our clients. And I think the mindset you've, that you've honed serves you very, very well in your role. Thank you so much. Now, another uh, aspect of the skills that, that you bring is this motion, this notion of process that you mentioned, that you, that you rebuilt an HR department that managed 600 employees. In other words, you're very mm -hmm. uh, accustomed uh, and comfortable with, uh, Patsy, complexity in a, in a workplace and complexity on, among people. And that's something that I, yes. I think is really valuable when it comes to our small business clientele. Uh, it's it's often common to assume that we are the first to ever encounter a specific issue or to be dealing with something thorny. And it, and it strikes me that your the combination of your emphasis on process and the deep skill set and experience that you bring helps you guide them through that. That it's it may be their first time dealing with something, but it's certainly not your first time, and you can get them to a better place. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what excites me here, Jason. Is just the fact that. There are employers that have no idea what the law entails. They have no idea of the liability that it brings to the business when they don't follow certain laws, uh, when they're not consistent with discipline, when they avoid addressing performance issues, things like that. There's a lot of our employers that don't understand the consequences, right? And I love that I'm able to advise and recommend and explain, you know, I've seen these situations before and this is what can happen. I don't, I don't want you to have to write a check for X amount of dollars because this could happen. So let's be proactive, right? Let me help you through this process and 
it will keep you out of trouble in the long run. And it'll also keep your employees happy because you always got to find that happy balance, right? That happy balance between the liability and risk for the business and then retaining happy, motivated employees. There's a fine line between that. And so Questco brings that challenge and that joy and motivation to my job. It's kind of insane. It's taken me 20 years to find you guys. <laughs> and for us to find you, apparently. I know. Now, um, when you're dealing with a new client relationship, Patsy, these are, again, very intimate sorts of things to be discussing, very sensitive, often emotionally sensitive. Um, do you find that our client contacts trust you right away, or does that take some time to warm and to build that relationship? You know, that's that's an interesting question. I, I, I'm a people person, right? I'm in the perfect niche um, in my career, which is HR. And what I've noticed with our current clientele is that me meeting them for the very first time, I almost feel an immediate bond with them. And I believe 85 to 90% of the clients that I've met thus far feel the same. Because when I have to have those difficult conversations, they don't feel so difficult. It just feels like a natural informal conversation where they're taking that information and utilizing it in a fashion that's going to help them long term. But overall, I just feel like I immediately connect. It's it's one of my strengths, I guess I could say. Yeah, that's great. Do you think part of that is that you've sat in, in a similar seat, you've confronted similar issues, and so there's this natural affinity because you've you've shared sort of similar battles? Yes, absolutely. I, I, I know exactly where the CFO or the president's head is, right? They, they always want to look at bottom line. What is that going to cost me, right? Sometimes they don't look, you know, in the middle at the staff and how to, to ensure that their staff is, is well taken care of, right? They always try to look at bottom line, but that's my job is to be able to sit there and explain, I've seen this before, and the only way that you're going to be successful is if, hypothetically, I'm just making something up, is if your employees are happy, right? Um, if your employees aren't happy, you're not going to be successful. And if you're getting sued on a regular basis for harassment or hostile work environment or getting those discrimination claims from Dora, that, that's not going to sit well with your employees because they talk. So... I feel like I just can have candid conversations with these C-suite level employee, or I'm sorry, uh, um, uh, employers, and also have those candid conversations with the CFO and presidents. I don't, I don't have any issues with talking with a higher level president or CFO or CEO. It just feels like a normal conversation for me to have with yeah, them. Yes, it should. And I, I feel like they appreciate it. You're talking about things that are... So fundamental to their missions as well. And it, it resonates to me just person, on a personal level, what you're saying, you know, um, I know with so many of our clients, we've, we've been there ourselves as an, as an organization and as a team, as we've grown through various stages. And so there, it's that empathy and that, that uh, credibility that we get from our own experiences, as well as our formal educations and so on, that can really help mm -hmm. out and help you do, whether it's on a compliance basis Absolutely. or on something that's, uh, that's less reactive, a little more strategic. 
Um, well, you mentioned Questco and, and taking 20 years to find us, Patsy, and I, I am curious as to what attracted you to our environment. Uh, there, there might be some, some future Questco teammates listening to this, and what would you share with them about your own decision to join our team? Well, that's a great question, Jason. Um, I wanted a real hands-on partnership with the employer. I, you know, I had that with Microsoft, where I really partnered with the country site managers and we really drove some change. And I love that piece of the human resources um, job, you know, the the career piece of that. I, I love that piece, the partnership piece. And when I was reading through the job description, um, chatting with the recruiter, that seemed to stand out the most was that partnership with employers, recommending using my skill at a very high level um, with rapid fire, Mm -hmm. right? What I've noticed over the last four or five months is that I will get every single HR thing that I've ever, ever seen in my life. And then those exceptions, but I'll get them all in like, one or two hours, right? And then I've got to make a recommendation and advise and uh, stop or have employers pause or, you know, do those types of things, but rapid fire here. But here at Quesco, what drove me to accept the amazing career opportunity here was again, that partnership with the employer. I just, I love doing that. It's like where my passion lies. I, I, This morning, I was doing some stuff with like four or five employers, and I could just feel myself smiling through my job (laughs) because I just love it so much here. It's just an amazing place for me. And I just use my skill every single day, and it just feels natural. And so for my colleagues, all I can tell you is that when you find that piece, that niche here at Quesco, you need to grab onto it. For me, the niche is the partnership piece, right? Um, Quesco just provides that for me, and I just love it. Well, your your positivity is just absolutely contagious, and I think that that is not only for our internal teammates, but also for the clients that you so capably serve. I mean, that's just phenomenally cool. Um, since we have a couple of moments, Patsy, uh, what are some things that uh, keep you busy and keep you as engaged outside of the workplace? That's a great question. So I have a 30-year-old daughter, as um, I mentioned earlier in our conversation. Uh, She's a nurse in Hawaii, and she is my pride and joy. I just love her to death. And I have an eight-year-old granddaughter who I am just in love with. (laughs) She is everything to me. So I, I talk to her every single day. So those are the two humans in my life that motivate me um, to just always do my very best. It's, it's insane what those two do for my life. And then outside of my family, I'm really into fitness and weightlifting and nutrition. Um, I read about nutrition on a regular basis and then don't laugh about this, but I do read a lot of human resources, um, uh, magazines and, articles and learn about what's the best thing in staffing and the best for businesses and how do HR professionals uh, get aligned with C-suites. And I I read a lot of human resources articles on a regular basis. It's kind of addicting. And then I'm a little bit of a geek. I love, 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 love math. I love it. 
It's, it's like my core. I'm constantly analyzing numbers, either it be statistics or just pulling um, a math book, a hardcore math book um, from my library and just doing math equations or reading about how math is tied into society and reading about economics. I'm just, I'm a little bit of a geek like that. Well, <laughs> it would be hard to imagine. Uh, I guess those of us that might think we're well-rounded could probably take a note here. I mean, you're, you're everything from, you know, some significant and in high intensity workouts to some high intensity mental workouts. It seems like you have a lot of different bases yes. covered. <laughs> exactly. Well, you're an absolute delight, Patsy, and a real uh, honor that we were able to uh, bring you uh, to become a part of our, our Quesco family and the service that you provide and the expertise that you deliver to our clients is absolutely exceptional. Thank you so much for joining us today. Of course, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely my pleasure.